0: everyone, and welcome back to That First Step Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by the absolutely beautiful and incredibly talented Emma Barry Murphy. Years ago, myself and Emma actually went to dance class together. However, Emma was definitely the more talented one, and she followed through to complete her ballet exams and also led to her side hustle of doing a ballet bar teacher training course. As well as her full-time job in tech, Emma is a busy woman, but also prioritizes her time to connect with people every week, to work out their bodies, but ensure their form is on point and they're happy and buzzing with their bar high leaving the class. This has definitely been one of my favorite podcasts to date. It is so fun. I've learned so much and Emma is a pleasure to speak with. So without further ado, let's get into the show. So hello, Emma, and welcome
1: to that first step podcast. How are you today? Hi. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I'm really glad I'm so excited to be here. It's like my first podcast, so hopefully it'll go well.
0: I know. Absolutely. And I know we've known each other since we were younger. We both went to Kada, repping Performing Arts School. Um, <laughs> but recently, we've been reintroduced To your bar class. But I'm so excited about that, and that's definitely something I want to focus on in a minute. But first of all, can we start off by talking about what you wanted to do when you finished school and what did you study in college?
1: yeah cool so I suppose this is completely different to what I'm doing now but when I was in um, secondary school I literally always wanted to be a pilot like I was like trying to think of how like which schools are best like pricing options like flight errors and things like that and I suppose when I really thought of it and thought of like the cost and things like that and like how much it would probably take with your personal work I was just kind of like what are the other areas that kind of interest me and so I really liked business and school so I was like you can Get much more general than call it commerce in UCC, so I did commerce in French and um, which was really really enjoyable because I got to do Erasmus and um, experience living in France for a year and um, and then I suppose when I was done and um, my undergrad I was kind of like oh gosh i still don't know what I want to do but like I'm not ready to work so I ended up doing a master's in Smurfish so I did digital marketing so I kind of always have interest in like tech and like I really liked building websites and things like that so I was just kind of like like digital marketing seemed like a safe choice I got onto people who had done it before so that kind of took me up to Dublin then so a complete 180 from a pilot
0: (laughs) no absolutely and I think even I've spoken before I studied finance and now I'm in tech as well and I think a lot of us when we do finish first we don't know what we want to do or I mean at 18 nobody can predict how we will be when we're 24 25 so yeah I know it's great and so you're in Dublin um, having completed digital marketing, and then what was your next step after that?
1: So, it was like the summer of um, my master's, was kind of like just submitting projects and things like that. And a lot of my um, class would have been applying for jobs and stuff. And I was just kind of like, I don't even know what area I want to go into. So, I saw like a six month contract for the company I work with now. It's called Log Me In, and it was kind of around like social selling, social media. And it kind of like the job description was like, okay, I could do this for six months and see. So I applied for that job and I got it and I started in September 2017. And luckily I'm still there. So I got like made permanent and stuff. But like, it was just like I'm just so lucky that I ended up like staying with the kind of like my first choice because it offered a lot of growth. I was able to like mold the role to like what I wanted. Like if I wanted to get into, you know, marketing campaigns, I could like dabble in that for a while. Um, And it was a global role. So I got to experience like working with teams in Australia with um, the U S and things. And I don't know, I feel like I've progressed a lot in terms of like the different roles that I've taken on. And then I kind of had like a side hustle in work in that we set up a committee called Thrive Wellness and they kind of got together everyone who kind of was an an instructor of some sort. So there's some people that did yoga, some people were PTs, some people were trained in meditation and mindfulness. So we kind of like set up this committee um, when COVID happened. So before that, I was just teaching bar classes in work, um, which was really good because that was like my first kind of introduction to like um, in-person kind of teaching. And then obviously when COVID happened, and it's not just like our Dublin office that um, benefited from the bar classes we were able to open them up like globally through a tool called GoToWebinar so that's kind of like I have my day job and I have my side hustle and work and then I was kind of like okay maybe this could work outside of work as well so it's kind of how it started I suppose.
0: That's so cool. And as well, how, you know, you got settled in your role and then you said, wait a sec, now I'm settled. I want a new challenge. And with that came about the Thrive Wellness and also being in a young tech company like Log Me In, it's also great because you're surrounded by like-minded, excited people who too aren't just satisfied with showing up nine to five. And I think our generation is very much restless and eager to keep progressing. So then you took that first step with bar with emma and i'm not just saying this emma but i saw um my friend jen do it and i met jen actually through this podcast as well which is super cool and then my friend nicole who you know as well was like just just on emma's class i was like well if there isn't a sign two people i really admire and oh my goodness from the first time i did your class i had this buzz after and Emma for you to be be able to sorry I'm speaking really fast because I'm getting passionate about this (laughs) (laughs) Um, for you to be able to share this with people far away um, is such an amazing gift and just shows you how technology is transforming people's lives so before we kind of get into your classes can you take us back to why did you decide to go and do fire course and how did you even go about it?
1: Yeah no perfect so I um, did ballet until at the end of final year of college so I was literally like I kind of got really serious about it when just the end of secondary school and like I've been doing it since I was three but you know you go into your dance classes I did a bit of tap modern like you know all different types of dance and then I really kind of took to ballet and kind of in like secondary school and college but like like I said, I always did it, but it was kind of like, it just clicked with me. I was like, this is actually like really like helping me the way I move like I feel like my posture and things like that I was always getting complimented on and I was like you know what it's actually so good for like your daily life and I think I was probably one of my only friends in university that had like an actual dedicated hobby as well so you know they'd be like oh like you're going to dancing again you can't come out tonight you know that kind of way so I was like really dedicated at Towards it in university. Like I go from like my ballet ended at ten at night on a Thursday and I'd literally go home shower and go out for like rag week or something like that. So um I really, really enjoyed it and I had like fabulous teacher and um, he used to do like one on one and stuff. So I think I really got into like how the body moved a bit more and why you why are you doing those moves? Where should you feel it and you know the benefits of it afterwards? So then when I moved to Dublin, I was like, I'm not joining a school up in Dublin. I don't want to like cheat on my teacher you know that kind of way I don't know I was kind of like I think it was just the whole like being away from it and I kind of was like oh I don't want to start with anyone else so I kind of when I was in university in Dublin I was just kind of like oh I go to the gym I'd kind of just do a few like Les Mills classes like in the gym because that's what they were kind of offering and then I got on to Shona Virtue I don't know if you follow her but she I 100% recommend it so she was a gymnast a dancer and she released her own program but I followed her on Instagram for ages she's from Australia and she just ex she teaches amazingly but she more importantly she teaches you I suppose why are you doing this movement what are the cues like why would you do it wrong and I was really kind of like it's a lot more than exercise it's like like joint health everything and then I was kind of like I can't actually get up and not move that day so I kind of I suppose talk to movement versus a workout if that makes sense um and then when I finished in Dublin and started working or sorry finished in college and started working in Dublin you know I took on Pilates reformer I did a bit of boxing because you know when you're earning money and you're like okay (laughs) now I can actually spend it on some really fun classes so it wasn't just you know your normal gym routine and then obviously I did Shona Virtues like program I had her book and stuff so I was like, okay, you know, if you activate your glutes in this way, then you can, um, you're prepared to do different kinds of movement. So it, it was really like educating myself as well. So I was kind of doing like side education on movement, trying out new classes. Um, and then, you know, I had quit my ballet. So I was just kind of like, hmm, what do I do now? And it was jazz weekend. And one of my friends brought her friend to meet us for drinks. And I'd never met her before. And um, she was really nice. So her name was Ella. So shout out to Ella. And um, she... <laughs> Was like, oh, you know what? Like, really into ballet, you know, after a few drinks, you're just like chatting. She's like, I'm actually doing a ballet barrier training course. And I was like, hmm. I was like, okay. And then, like, she told me the price and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a lot to kind of, you know, <laughs> have no future plans of using it. But I was like, I should do it. Like, it's only like, on for a little while like I'll miss this cycle and I won't get to do it so anyway looked into it um, and I was able to do it because I had done like all different ballet exams so that was kind of like a prerequisite you had to have like either Pilates kind of um background or you know like accredited examinations and things like that so anyway we did it it was really fun but again I was like okay cool I did it spent bomb what do I doing now (laughs) So after that, I, like I said, I was able to do classes in Dublin and log me in. So that was really fun. But like that, that was like my first actual like teacher experience. And I think, you know, having been in like dance school and doing different classes, you kind of pick up what you like about other teachers and you kind of like, not like copy them in any way, but like you just kind of learn how to teach a little bit better and, you know, reminding people of form cues, not in a way that's like you're doing it wrong, but like maybe you should like, maybe adjust yourself a little bit better because I know some people get offended in class getting corrected, but like I'm like, move me, correct me. Like I'm just so obsessed with getting the form right. Like I would rather you like lift your leg an inch than lift it up to in the air if you're doing it kind of wrong. And so then I started teaching in um log me in. That was all fine. Then I stopped for a while. Um I can't I think I got like really busy or whatever. And then I went to Australia twice last year. I was actually really lucky. I got to go for like four weeks. So one was a holiday and then I won a competition in work. And um, oh, wow. So you were allowed to uh, go to any office that you wanted. And we have an office in Sydney and literally opened my eyes. I tried the best classes. I met the best instructors, bar reformer, everything. And I was just like, they're really, really good at what they do. And like, they're really passionate at what they do. I learned so much. So I was like, I want to start it up when I go home. So I went back to work. I was like, look, I want to start the classes again, did a few and then COVID happened. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh but to your point a while ago like technology is just amazing so switched to online classes for work and like it was so fun and I did like half an hour blitzes and I was just like okay like taking online classes from other people and I was just kind of like hmm, maybe I could offer my work classes that I was doing at work time like externally as well because it was through a webinar so the participants never met each other so they just kind of see me and I'd kind of instruct them so I could really open it up to everyone and obviously work we're fine with that as well and um, but then I was like oh it would be great to actually do more and to offer it to other people and um, so I started doing it in meeting format so you know people could turn on their cameras if they liked doing it. And things like that so I was like okay I'll try that but I mean it was fine doing it for work you see them you see some people every day and like people are nice and things like that but I was like oh my gosh, what, like, how do I even get started? So my friends are like, you should make an Instagram. And I was like, oh God, like I actually, like, I can't put myself out there like that. And I didn't want to use my personal account either. Like I know you set up your account for this podcast as well. And I think there is benefits from separating like your actual account from kind of like a bar account. And I remember we took pictures and I made the bar account. And honestly, before I like, um, I suppose like, publicized it I had to have like a glass of gin at three in the day (laughs) like I can't do this like I like I'm so nervous and honestly I was floored by the response like people were so supportive like I don't even know why people would even say like or like mock me or anything because I suppose if people don't want to see what you're doing they just don't have to follow you but it's still so nerve-wracking but honestly people were just so nice like I was so blown away and then I was kind of like okay maybe I actually can do this. Um, and I suppose I reached out to a lot of my friends, people I haven't seen in ages. I would have sent them links to the classes. I did two weeks free at the start and um, back when I started it. And I kind of did it really manually. So you'd sign up by Google Forms and then you get a link by email. So I have been really like... Um, hands on in that like everything's been so manual. So I suppose I'm getting the web. I'm in the middle of making the website and stuff. So hopefully that'll launch on Saturday, and that kind of takes all the booking out of it. I want to make a video library so people can do it like on demand because I do get it like people are home with their kids, they can't actually do the classes, um, and they some they've been asking for recordings. So I think there is a bit of merit in having like an online video library as well. And you can get creative. Like I hope to do you know like quick arms if you have a second, and you can do like little. Arms class or you know if you want to add like a quick burner on the end of um like an a different class so I hope to kind of like eventually get to that level but people have been so patient and so so nice so in a way I'm like why did it take me so long to do it because like COVID happened back in like March April but I suppose it's better like than ever
0: I a 100% and first of all thank you for sharing that wealth of knowledge because I'm sure there's so many people like you who have that initial fear and it's only the fear of yourself that's holding you back and even with this podcast I was listening to I think it was a sunny Friday in May and I was listening to a podcast out in my balcony and it's uh, the Skinny Confidential I love them and they were saying the only thing that holds any of us back is our own selves. And I was finished that podcast and I ordered a mic on Amazon, this mic here. And <laughs> once I ordered the mic, I was like, I have to do it now because I've spent money. And <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I put in an initial investment. And as you said, the support that comes in from people that you didn't even think were watching or yeah. supporting you and like that, the smile on your face and Emma like even sorry I know I'm on a tangent here but going back actually to what you said about getting that opportunity to go to Australia and seeing those classes for one everything happens for a reason I feel like this is your path and two I think I mentioned to you before I lived in New York and Boston and London and while I was in university in Cork as well I never was big on classes I was like oh I'll go to the gym you know do my own thing and then I went, and oh my god, you had yoga with hip hop. You had bar burn classes, like I mentioned, and I was like, oh my god, this is exercise. This is amazing. Like this is yeah. like a party, and the the buzz you feel afterwards is amazing. And I missed that in Ireland. And after doing your bar class, I closed my eyes. I was back in America because honestly, the standard. Was, was on par and I don't say that to everyone and thank you so much for getting the courage to produce these classes because honestly it's a highlight of my week and I love the Wednesday evening burn and I mean Emma you have 26, 27 people last week, that's a serious amount of people so you should be so proud of yourself. So <laughs> I suppose how, um, when you got your certification and I know you kind of told us there about your journey with well. When you came to starting up your, your two free weeks, I suppose, what was, your, what was that first step or what was the first thing you did to anyone else out there looking to start up an online fitness class?
1: Yeah, no, well, thanks so much for the nice words that you said. I feel like I'm going to cry, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good to have the feedback. But so how it kind of starts is like, I'm really lucky I had a good kind of girl group who I was like, you have to come to the classes anyway. So what I did, and I probably, I did it in a really accessible way, but I was kind of lucky in that I have the tools from work to actually host the classes. But I suppose, so I have a competitor tool to Zoom, it's called GoTo meeting and so you can set up your classes and do them that way but I think zoom offer a free 40 minutes so if you were able to stick your class within 40 minutes like you could always offer zoom as well so I was just kind of thinking like how do I how do I how do I show everyone what I have to offer in the space of like two weeks and more importantly it's like you start to notice who's coming back so if like no one ever comes back you're like oh gosh so you kind of need to not give it all away at once but kind of think about do you have enough content for the two weeks so I started kind of with class programming in that like how would I structure each class and then when I was confident in knowing that like I could deliver that class and I probably put my friends through some test ones as well it was just kind of like getting your actual confidence in speaking to the camera because like I Feel like behind closed doors, you know, you could probably rattle off a class, no problem. But obviously, you know, you have to move online. Some people don't want to share their camera, so how do you make sure that their form is correct? Like, what are the cues that would resonate with them? You know, they like don't use as much jargon and you know, like words that they don't understand. So, kind of use I use a lot of different uh, like terminology. Like, I'd be like, pretend you've whispering angel on your back, <laughs> not gonna spill it, or like something like that. So, it's just kind of like showing your personality through it as well because like people are with you burning for 45 minutes like they don't want you to just count so it's kind of like what how, like what do you want to talk to people about as well because I suppose you are kind of having a conversation even though people might not be speaking back so once you've the classes kind of set and the time set it was a matter of posting just on Instagram so I posted like the kind of schedule that I was offering. I said that they were free. um, And then people literally like started posting on their stories, um, which was really nice because I didn't actually explicitly ask anybody to do it. Like you probably could get a few people looped in and then ask them to promote it. But I I think people just did it. um, And again, that's just a sign of how supportive people were and you didn't even realize. So I got them people to kind of promote it. And then what you would do is register on Google form. So, it was so easy once you have the meeting links created. So let's just say you put in on zoom or go to meeting. I'm doing a class at Wednesday at 6 15, Friday and Saturday. So you put them all in a Google form. And because they're free, you can allow people to self-serve. So they put in their name, they select the classes that they want, and then the confirmation of the form is the link to all the classes. And then I would also email them the classes as well. So that was kind of logistically how I did it, free of charge essentially. Um, and then once people would come on, um, they kind of like either turned on the camera, they didn't, um, you take each class, you explain form, and then afterwards, like, people posted about it a lot which like I really really appreciate I think it's so nice and also you know I follow a lot of other people and then when I see that they're so happy after a class it kind of makes you want to try it out as well and obviously it was good feedback for me and so I was really blown away by the support there and then I suppose you find your regulars through that way and and then I don't know I think you just have to keep in contact with people and just rely on your network to kind of promote you. Like I didn't do any sponsored ads or anything or things like that. I kind of just hoped that people would come because they wanted to try something different. And I suppose once you have, once you have a way of people reposting your stories and spreading your information, I think, you know, that really helps. So like, In short, short, it's just kind of like setting up your schedule, practicing your classes, making sure there's a way that people can actually access your classes. And then after that, I think you just let your people, the people that came tell you what they liked, tell you what they didn't like, because I think part of it is also hearing you know negative feedback or let's just call it constructive criticism even though I don't like not many people had like people said you know maybe say what foot you're on like what and that we should all stay on the same foot because I'm like I'm starting on my left but you can do whatever and I'm like why would I not just make everyone start at the same on the same foot so even things like that that you don't think about in the moment just really help so I think it's being approachable definitely like having be, like being responsive to people like there's times there that I'm like I'm checking my email every five seconds. Like what if someone contacted me? Did anyone like DM me? So it's just, you know, being there as well. So I don't know. I think having a small group to start it off with, like even though they've never done the class, like my friends just promoting it for me. And then they came and obviously really liked it. But I don't know I think just having posting like keep posting that because I don't like post that many bar fitness things on my actual Instagram so it was nice to be able to like separate two of them but and having pictures as well like having a library of pictures like I actually was traumatized when I had to take like quote-unquote a photo shoot for like to have a bank of photos so I I have (laughs) a balloon pictures I'm stunning but it's literally not me. Like, it's people, like, like I get into an outfit and I'd be like, "Okay, hey, what do I do? And, but, like, I'm so lucky. I have a really good friend like Rachel and Roshin and Gleen and stuff who would literally be like, okay, just keep moving. And I'm here and I'm bursting the camera and I'm taking them. So... Like, I'm just so grateful to have, like, the help um, and things like that. And like I said, like, spending, like, you can do it for free for a while. And I think there is merit in that. And especially since it's, like, a side hustle, I still see this as a hobby. So I think that's why I'm so passionate about it. I think when it becomes a chore or an added stress, like you have to take a step back and be like, why am I doing this? And if that happens and if I do get overwhelmed, like I think I'll just take a step back and then remember how I feel after a class. Cause I do think like bar high is real. And I think that, you know, people being satisfied with their classes as well. Like it was so funny. I met some people who attend my classes. I'm actually in West Cork currently. And we had a few nights out over the weekend and then people would be like a little lift, a little lower or like people like, you know, it's just so funny, like the things that resonate with people. Um, And I know they're cursing my name at the time, but it's good that people understand why you're doing what you're doing. If that makes sense. Like, why are you doing these moves? And like, for me, I think if someone was like, why should I do bar? I would be like, like, it's literally going to complement like your every, or your other movement. And I started doing it with guys. And I'm I'm not just saying I'm not trying to create a stigma around bar that it's only for girls. But unfortunately, people do think that way. And they I think it's the word ballet as well that turns a lot of people off because they think that they're literally going into a ballet class. And um, so for guys, it's more um you know you have to take the time to be like this is the movement that we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And the biggest feedback from them is they, lots of them played rugby and they're like, I've never opened my hips like that. I've never thought about that stretch. I don't even pulse. Like, you know, they'd be deadlifting or squatting so much weight, but like, they didn't think that they could get a burn with body weight. And I did like the crazy arms. Like when I do an arm sequence, I'm like, like, Keep going like a swan, and people are like moving their arms around, and like they're like, "Geez, we didn't even use weights," and like that burns. So when the, like some boys did it, they were like, "Whoa!" So it's good to have an opportunity to show people to change people's minds. I think because everyone has an idea of what it is and what it isn't. So that's kind of just like my goal. Like I did an Instagram live, which I was traumatized, but anyway, <laughs> I did it anyway, and I was just said at the end, I was like, "If there's one takeaway." that I would like you to have. It's that you could sit back and say, Oh, how could I integrate this into like my weekly fitness routine? Like maybe you run, like, would you ever think about warming up your glutes with a few, like, you know, leg pulses or, you know, like little squats or plies before, you know, activating those muscles. So I do think like there is little bits of bar that you could integrate into your kind of own routine. It's a good warm-up anyway, that's for sure. Like you're like boiling after it. But oh, yeah.
0: absolutely burning. But at the same time, I have so much energy, which is yeah. almost then why I have to go for a walk afterwards because I'm a bit restless. Like that was so yeah. good. And <laughs> you're, you're actually like, so as you said, like a bar high. And I completely resonate with that. And this is one thing, Emma, that I do as well, really appreciate about your classes is your... Um, previous I suppose experience with ballet because that's one thing I'm really fussy about is people having the right creditations mm-hmm. for teaching and there's lots of people on the internet nowadays who don't and yeah. think this is like a quick win a quick buck to make or whatever but I am very fussy with who I choose to attend workouts with and yourself my friend Neve, who's a yoga instructor and who's always ongoing training and also maybe other ones that are still in the US, but I do them on their time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even joking, Emma. I used to do hit workouts and I would kill myself. And my hormones were so imbalanced. And ever since I switched to yoga, bar and pilates, I feel healthier, my I'm more toned, and I'm not as exhausted. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah. I do really think there's a place for bar and everyone, and definitely with rugby. I'm so glad those guys. I, I just see pictures of them actually. Yeah, yeah. They're open-minded, big rugby guys. Um, no, that's great. And I suppose going back to your the way you teach your classes because I love that too. And I think it's great how you say, "I'm sweating too, guys. Don't worry." <laughs> and you do make it feel like you're in with this in there with us and you're part of it as well and it's very much community and is that kind of another reason why you really enjoy the classes
1: a hundred percent and like i know some people don't want to throw on their camera and like that's completely fine but like i would love if people did and they wanted like corrections and things like that but i do think as well like even just having people on the line with you is just kind of like, like you could have a conversation and people could even follow up after with their answers. You know what I mean? At least you're putting some topics out there, but it's definitely is a community, especially when you notice like the same people kind of coming back. And what I really like that, because if you think about it, there's some people who've never done bar. They, they take, they took their first class maybe a week ago. We're at the start whenever I started it. um, And maybe they're on like week three now, hopefully they can benchmark their original position to where they are now and maybe they feel that they can get a little bit deeper they can play a little bit like like stronger they can pulse for a little bit longer so i think it's really nice because you're not alone like if you think about it like a the burn has to be over within 45 minutes it's not gonna last all day and c or yeah whatever letter i said is um (laughs) like you're in you know other people in their homes are doing the same as well and they're all doing it like for the same reason so it's definitely a sense of community and last Saturday actually my friend did it with her boyfriend and her sister and they kept their cameras on for the whole thing and it's so funny because I was able to be like Will get down I saw you come up (laughs) so it it is nice and it does make you Crave the in person as well. Like, I do really like online, and it's funny because I was like so used to in person, so it took me a while to change online. And now I've been doing it online for so long, I'm like, oh, in person is just so bizarre because I do in person down here on Barley Cove Beach. But again, you're answerable to the tide and the weather, so there's no set schedule there. So I kind of do it like with a few days' notice. But it's so so nice to just do it in person. And one thing as well as facial expression say it all because. I'm not saying like that I don't feel the burn. It probably just takes me a little bit more reps to feel it than someone who just began. And I think that's the same for everyone. Like people will feel it less. And take longer to burn the more accustomed their muscles become to it and that's a great sign but also if you feel it straight away that's perfect as well so I'm there you know I'm like okay kind of feel it let's do a few more reps whereas like if the people are there and you see them being like oh you're like okay I might switch exercise so it's it is difficult to gauge whether people are feeling it or not on camera but in person it's good because people are woo or like jeez and they're like talking about like how they're feeling so I do miss that but it definitely does create a sense of community as well and there's so many amazing bar teachers out there like Ella the girl that I did the course with and stuff she's currently in Australia and she does them online and she teaches them in person as well and I think her studio I can't remember the name but she's so lucky because she can teach it in person and live stream it at the same time they have like the technology to kind of do that so she I think she's getting great experience there so whenever she moves back like she'll definitely be a great teacher to go to as well but it's nice is to have other people doing the same thing as you and um, and support each other because like obviously like you could go to like three bar teachers and love them all and they're, they're just going to be a little bit different and I suppose the one other thing I really like about bar like from someone starting out is the gyms aren't exactly your competitors do you know what I mean it's different. So I would like love for people to take my class and a hundred others as well, because they all, they'll all stand to each other. Like what you learn in my class, you know, you'll say, okay, Oh gosh, I'm, I'm in a weightlifting class or I'm in like Les Mills and I'm not activating my core. What did say, Oh yeah. Pull belly button to the spine and like pull it up and under your ribs. So I do think everything kind of complements each other. So I haven't felt like people see me as a competitor in a way so i think that's really nice cuz there is such a nice community of fitness people that are supporting me and it, it's just so so nice and not that i was afraid that they wouldn't but i was just kind of like why should they like why should people support me you know that kind of way but i'm yeah. so glad <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm i'm not surprised honestly as well i think the fact that you as you said you are so passionate about this. And I think one thing I love about a, a one woman business like yourself is that, you know, you can get direct feedback and you want to do this as much as we want to do this. And sometimes with the gym, you almost feel, feel like you're paying a service, you're paying a fee and that's kind of it. They're showing up their nine to five. You're kind of going because you kind of feel like you have to. You've packed the gym bag. You're not ready to go home. Whereas with you, I feel like people show up They're at home. They could watch TV, Netflix, but they're here because we all want to work and we all want to end the class. And one thing that you always say is keep breathing and you're smiling (laughs) and you're smiling. And when you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, smile. And when you smile, you're breathing better. And it's like, yeah, I actually like, I wish I could smile the whole way through without having to remind myself because (laughs) it does actually make it feel a little bit better as well. Um, So thank you so much. And and I'm with the website on Saturday, super exciting launch. i know you're doing a free class as well which is super exciting to launch the new project i suppose what is next for you once you have the the website i know you mentioned on demand
1: maybe on like studio classes down the line like what's your next step yeah no that's a great question but um i obviously have thought about it and like part of me is like how long can i keep this going but i'm like you've started like this obviously I can keep it going like I've started something I'm going to show up every week I'm going to continue to provide like I have been but you know there's part of you that's like you know can I do this like can I keep it going like is this the business is this a side hustle like what's going on so I yeah launching the website on Saturday so fingers crossed that it all works out I'll have to get a few kind of testers so it'll launch and hopefully what it's intended to do is just to take away the whole, like, um, people contacting me to book into a class. So the one I've chosen is kind of like, um, or the one that I'm kind of building is has like a booking system. So, you know, I'll still put my classes up a week in advance. People can self-serve. I'm offering packages and a video on demand library. So I'll like, there'll be a certain amount of videos in there by the weekend and, um, for you to kind of start on your own. But each week, then I'll start releasing like new videos. So I want to cater to different people. Like I want to cater to people who like live classes, so they won't stop. I'll continue to do those. And I want to cater to people who might just want to do them on demand, and then people who want to do both. So I have three different options. So you can just pay as you go classes you can do video on demand and unlimited classes and then you could just pay for the on-demand library and um, the difference between the on-demand library and i suppose the the live classes and library package is that you know it won't be like the class is over and gonna upload the video straight away like i might want to re-record it if If like still the sequence and stuff, but I might want to re-record it and make it better. So there might be like a three-day delay or a four-day delay. But I mean, if you are someone who just wants to do one a week, two a week, like there might be enough in the library to just get by... On that, but again, like you said, if there's a bit of a community and you do want to join the live classes, I think that's why you should get like the both packages as well. So, I am going to do a free class on Saturday, my old way, the manual way. So, I'll be sending (laughs) you the link via email. And but when you do sign up then and subscribe, because there's like a bit of a members area, you can uh, everyone's first class is free then on the website as well. But you'll book through the website if that makes sense. So, I'm going to do a demo, so don't worry, I make it sound like really confusing, but I think you need to visually kind of see it. So I want that to kind of be something that I can add to and it just runs itself. Um and then kind of in terms of studio classes like I would love 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 to like teach back if I go back to Dublin because again everything's up in the air I'm sure you know people are working from home indefinitely or maybe they got a date I think Google said July 2021. So it's kind of like hmm like when do we go back to Dublin? And I don't have accommodation in Dublin at the moment. I kind of gave up my lease. So I was one of the lucky people who were able to like move back home and give up their lease. But I do intend on coming back to Dublin. So it's like, do you join a studio and try to get a job there? Like do you rent a space and do your own? Like I would love to keep continuing like my corporate ones in person. So um I need to kind of decide there. But even if I do want to move back to Cork for a while, like I think Cork's less saturated than Dublin is in a way I think you know yeah like Dublin has a lot of bar and reformer and things like that I think there's only a few in Cork but I also think that like it could be a place to kind of start do a bit more community-based like whether it's renting a hall or something like that because I'm in West Cork now and I want to do more in-person ones, but I'm not going to be here forever. Like definitely not in the winter. So (laughs) I need to kind of figure out, but I definitely, wherever I do end up, I want to do in-person classes so I can actually like meet the people who are doing them online. So it won't be like, I'm opening up and like, I won't own the building. I will try like, or the room or whatever. I will try kind of hop around and do different things. So that's definitely on my agenda. I'd love to do a brunch and bar. I'd love to do kind of like, you know, a bit more in-person meetups. So obviously there's a lot of logistics to kind of go through, but the next few months are going to tell a lot with COVID and where I do end up. So I could like settle in Cork and I could actually you know try find my own space so who knows but like up right now I do want to continue these offerings and like hopefully do a few like low-key kind of in-person ones as well to answer your question in the long-winded
0: way no no that's perfect and I mean you're right uh, we're not back in Salesforce till January 2021 and that's like you know a, a date that's kind of able to move yeah so they said anyone who doesn't feel comfortable isn't expected till at least january 2021 which is a bit mad because i'm like yourself emma i love people and i think that's why i love the podcast because on my lunch break i still get to chat with people like yourself and and kind of have a bit of inspiration to keep going with this and anyone listening like you said we thrive on feedback and i've had a wonderful feedback from people listening to this and When you see the listens and the downloads, like you see the participants, it's like, oh my God, yes, people are actually attracted to this. And I'm somewhat, you know, helping their day or impacting their lives, that's great. Uh, And I know we're running close to time now and you're a very busy lady. So if you wouldn't mind, just add two more questions before we let you go. So if you could tell your 18 year old self one thing, what would you say to her?
1: I would say, stop worrying about what people think and do like actually what you want and stop trying to like you know I suppose live your life based on like what other people think and like because that's kind of what I always think of people when I watch like their stories online I'm like wow they must be so brave to put themselves out there and things I think you know even if you set up an Instagram like based on like plants or something or something that maybe some people don't understand that it's your hobby I think it's quite like admirable that people are literally setting up kind of um I suppose niche accounts or things like that like there's some people I went to school with or would have known and like through other people and you go on and you see that they're able to talk into the camera that they actually have a website that they're promoting or creating products and you're just like oh my gosh, like they're able to do it. Oh gosh, no, I could never do that. But it's like, to your point, that's me telling myself that I can't. So I think it's stop worrying about what people think, like, stop thinking, okay, I, if I set this up, like, I'm going to get mocked. It's like, no, you're not. Who the heck is going to do it? Like, if you take your hat off to other people who do it, why would people not? Feel the same way that you do. So I think, you know, it's just kind of like stop letting the voice in your head create scenarios that will never happen. Because, like, my mum always says, it might never happen. Like, I'll literally have like a worried face. She'll be like, what's wrong? It might never happen. And I'm like, you're so right. <laughs> so I think that's uh, definitely like a piece of advice. Like, I still need to tell myself that every day. Like, why do you care what people think? Like, obviously, you want to care what people think, but why would you care about what you don't know, what people think, you know that kind of voice. So. Of
0: course, and everyone who loves you has your best interests. Yes, and anybody else, what they think of you is none of your business, you know, and that's absolutely what your mom said. I love that quote actually. And I yes. suppose last thing, Emma, where can everyone find you? I'll link everything below anyway in the show notes. But pimp yourself out. Yes.
1: So right now, and I know I'm kind of spreading myself thin just being on Instagram, but all my details are on Instagram. I will put the website link when it's live and um, in my bio and stuff. But like. DM me away um I don't know I can't really call out my if I call out my email address oh honestly. yeah yeah of course you can <laughs> it's yeah, like sure. e- emwbm16 at gmail.com but honestly like like if you want to Instagram me for my email address you can do that or maybe Jess you could put it in any notes on yeah of course,
0: of course yeah
1: yeah so I will be basically Instagram I won't set up a Facebook I've just chosen not to and then um, I suppose I might do a few Google ads by um, for my website or something. So I'm sure once the website launch, if you type in by, by Emma and Google, you should be able to find my website if, if I apply my SEO te- um, knowledge correctly. So um, hopefully I'll be more searchable after the weekend, if that makes sense. But right now, Instagram me away. And if you can remember the email address, you might have to slide the <laughs> thing back to listen to me say it again. But and honestly reach out to me about anything if it's something like even if you want to join and you're not sure or if you if you have any doubt that you can't you by like like talk to me like i literally i can help you i can send you recordings in advance of the class one thing i really do want to do is like a form video so like i'd love to be able to send that to people before they go so that they know what to expect because you know there's mixed levels on the class i i don't want to spend every class i will but i don't want to spend the start of every class boring people who have gone through the form thing like after every class so it's I'll try to cater to the newbies I suppose a little bit more so I hope to have more like educational content as well
0: Emma that's perfect and as you said you know we all have to be safe and exercise at the end of the day and ensuring our backs and our necks are all safe and that's such a I think that's actually really admirable for you to send that out so thank you so much <laughs> Emma this has been an absolute pleasure uh, thank you
1: so much I've learned so much <laughs> no thank you and also like shout out to you as well for starting like I know we talked about me for the whole thing but like you were literally essentially started up yourself like you had to go through everything like you know set up your own Instagram like think of how you're going to promote yourself so it's so it's so nice to actually be able to like talk to someone who's like like understands exactly like what you're doing as well so I literally like I'm going to drive into Skull in a minute and put on one of your previous podcasts. <laughs> Emma thank you so much.
0: So there you have it, Emma's story. I hope you enjoy this as much as I have, because I thought this was a fantastic episode with so much valuable information on how you too can start up your own side hustle and also the absolute impact of not letting fear get in the way of making you happy. Emma's website has gone live by now. It went live the start of August and it's so good and each week I look forward to working out with Emma and the online community she has built. I've left the links to all that we have mentioned today in the show notes below and also access to Emma's website where you can get your first class free. So thank you so much for watching, if you have watching, <laughs> for listening and if you have any feedback please don't hesitate to reach out to myself or Emma Because without feedback, creators like us don't know where to go next. So thank you very much for listening. Have
1: a lovely week and I'll see you next Monday. Bye bye.